0: Amen. Frequently asked questions that we have all the time, probably, and all we need to do is get some answers to them. Amen. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Amen. We have talked about a lot of subjects so far. Um, Digging through it. I'm trying to get at least two questions of a Bible study, but it seems like that's not working out so well. And so number six, and I want to deal with a subject tonight uh, that's totally going to take up the whole Bible study um, after this one. So let's do this one first, right? So what are, so, so, here's a question. Those of you who don't, don't know what the Bible study is about, we, we've asked, we've polled our congregation and those watching online. And what we've done is we've asked them for certain questions. And if you have a question, you can text the question or you can put it in the in the in the comment section okay of a question that you have that you want answered amen and you can text that question to 713 777 8464 amen and we'll answer we'll we'll get you on the list amen we're getting down the road i got 35 questions y'all and counting amen and uh, and then i added me a question up in there that i'm going to deal with tonight amen so let me see if I can do this. Ready? I'm going to spend the first half dealing with this, and I'm going to spend the last half dealing with something that we all going to agree with here in a second, okay? All right, so, so this question is, this question was sent in by an anonymous person. <laughs> uh, what are some practices to run to during temptation of the world? Amen. How many of you know the world has a strong pull on us? I didn't believe that. And it's because um, we are saved, but yet we're still in this body. Uh, there's two Adams in you. There's the first Adam, and then there's the second Adam. Amen? Uh, and that second Adam is Christ. First Adam is Adam. Amen? That fell in the garden. And so we understand what temptation is. And so we need some things to put in place so that when temptation arises, amen. Temptation is a serious thing, by the way, amen. So you may say, you know what, I'm not going to eat that Twinkie. (laughs) Amen. I kind of have a fondness for Twinkie every now and then. And so you walk by it. It's crazy how you won't get rid of it. (laughs) <laughs> and then you say, oh, man, I, I, I'm strong. Amen. And you walk, you you win the battle at least for a couple of days. And then about the 1 o'clock hour when everybody sleep, sleep, sleep. <laughs> I used to wonder who raided the pantry late at night. Amen. I used to wake up the next day saying, what happened? Amen. But it's usually around the 1 o'clock hour. Amen, when everybody's asleep that the um the stuff just just get to moving amen and so oftentimes we make provisions for our temptations we we make um not just excuses but we make our tempt we 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 make conveniences amen for our temptation and so I believe the first thing that we should go to, uh, what Paul says, we ought to pray always. Amen. I believe prayer is your greatest weapon for temptation. I truly believe that uh, in the heart of a person uh, that is praying, you can recognize the temptation when it's coming. Amen. And you have to realize, too, what we have to realize, too, what the Bible says about temptation. So let's go to First Corinthians chapter 10. First Corinthians chapter 10. This is my favorite passage. Um, you know, it's it's a powerful passage. Um, it's it's done in the context. Amen. Uh, here's the context to. <laughs> here's the context to First Corinthians 10. Paul is reminding the, the believers at Corinth to avoid the mistakes of Israel. You know how you've seen other people falling to the same temptation? Come on, y'all. To the same thing, and then you say to yourself, no, nah, that ain't gonna be me. And God has given us a visible Illustration of what it looks like, but yet, amen, we fall into the same trap. And that's what he's saying to the Corinthian church. He says, listen, I I want you to know something that I want you to avoid the mistakes, amen, of Israel, amen. I want you to understand verse 6. Now, these things happen as a what? As a what? As a what? So how do you protect yourself from temptation? You have to, here's what you really have to do. You have to look around and realize that when you give in or if we give in to it, this is the results. But you know what I found out about people? I found out that some people don't learn by example. They have to go through it. Come on somebody. They, they have to feel it in order for them to get it. Amen. You got you don't know, like touching the stove. Mom said don't touch the stove. You still t- let him touch stove. Bet you never touch that stove again. I promise you you never touch it again. But why do you have to go through that and get developed the scars? Come on, help me somebody and the injuries of your temptation in order to get the big picture. How long have you really been saying, like, I'm going to overcome this? But you've seen the outcome, and watch this. And what what I want you to realize about temptation is this, that you have to realize that temptation is not just going to be like, oh, here I am. No. No. We actually put ourselves around the things, the Twinkie. (laughs) I mean, it's been sitting there, and you're like, man, I ain't eating no more Twinkies. You're not eating no more Twinkies, but you got like three boxes in the pantry. Not one, but three, heard? (laughs) Like, because they had them on sale. For ten, uh, t- uh, three for ten three for ten. Y'all ain't trying to I'm I'm being rated B today because we got kids in here. Amen. <laughs> Cause I could use a lot of other things, uh, but I'm just saying, right? Amen. Okay. And so and so look what he says. Look what he says. He, he what did he say, y'all? what did he say? Where am I? Yeah, I knew that. Uh, Now, these things happen, what, as an example for who? For us. So that we, there's the word that we're looking for. The word crave. In me, in the Greek. Let me tell you what the word means. It means the things you keep company with. That's what the word in the Greek means. See, we think in our English mind, craving means, oh, I'm craving. Some. No, you want to keep company with it. You want to associate yourself with it. You see what I'm saying? So that's why you don't let it go. Make sense? Watch this, watch this. The, the, word, the word means, watch this, the word means to fall into. Amen. The word means that something exists and you know it. And what Paul was telling the church at Corinth, he was saying, listen, y'all, look at Israel. Does anybody know what happened to Israel? Does anybody know here what happened to Israel? Israel's mistake. Do you know what Israel's mistake was? Anybody? Okay. Disobedience. What else? I mean, have you read your Bible really? Come on. What you say? That's exactly what it was. Idolatry. Let me tell you something. You know what most cravings are about? Idols. You know what most temptation is about? Idolatry. What is idolatry? putting everything else before God. Oh, I can't. Oh, I won't. It's a simple thing that people do all the time, but don't want to believe that they do it all the time. Look at Israel. It says they craved what, though? Evil things, he says. He says, "Listen, I, these things happen to them for what? For so that we, so that we would not crave evil things as they also craved. Do not be what idolaters, as some of them were, as it is written. The people, watch this, sat down to eat." And to what? And what? And what? And stood up to what? Okay, so you know what Paul is bringing them back to? Paul is bringing them back to the point when they were delivered out of Egypt after they cried and moaned and cried and cried. And they, Lord, tell me of this. Lord, please, if you do it this time, I promise you I won't do it again. The moment they got out, Moses went up to the mountain. When you don't see your pastor, don't assume anything. I wish I had somebody. He was up there getting a word from the Lord. You know what they were doing? They went to the assistant pastor, who he didn't know the word that well. Say, yo, check this out. Where's Moses? Moses, where's he at? He been gone thirty days. Where he been? Like he coming back or what? You know, let's let's just do this. Let's just tell you what. Let's just build a golden calf and let's worship because he ain't coming back. He gone. Now here's the mindset. Okay. See this is what I, remember I said this earlier. When you first get saved, right? When you're growing as a believer, your stuff is still in you. Some of that old worldly stuff is still in you. You get it? But you got to know how, you got to know when it's trying to rise up in you and you're gravitating back to it. So watch this. So here's what happens now. He's up there getting the word from the Lord. They're down here. Watch this. It says they stood up. And what'd they do? No, they, they, they sat down what? To eat and drink. And then they when it said they stood up and play. here's what they did. They built a golden calf and they started to worship the calf, but then it got x-rated. They sent the kids to bed and it was a big orgy. Anybody can get it that day. <laughs> For real, that's... That's how obscene it was. Ain't that deep? I'm saying to myself, like, what happened to these people? Like, what were they exposed to? Like, you only do what you've been exposed to. But they had been in Egypt so long. Come on, help me, somebody. That watches that the practices of Egypt had gotten into their hearts and their minds. Listen, people say temptation. When you get saved, God gives you the power to overcome temptation. But you and I have to have the strength to know, amen, and the wisdom to know what to do at the right time. Watch the text now. It says they stood up and played. Verse 8, nor let us act immorally as some of them did, and what? 23,000 fell in one day. They died. A whole pandemic. No, God didn't kill them. They kill themselves. That's what you call suicide. Listen, you can't blame God when you die prematurely, spiritually or physically, because you wasn't doing the right thing. You were in the wrong place. Come on, help me somebody. People get upset after they see the aftermath of their temptation, but they don't realize when you were in it, you wouldn't think about that. You would think about the party. Amen. You were thinking about some freebies. Sampling everything. Verse 9. Verse 9 now. He says, no, let us try the Lord as some of them did and were destroyed by what? Who destroyed them? The serpents did. You go playing with the devil, he will bite you. I promise you he's going to bite you. Verse 10. Look at Verse 10. So you see what, so so here's what temptation comes like. First it comes as idolatry. Then it comes as immorality. Amen. Then we start trying the Lord, his patience. And then what do we do in verse 10? After we done did everything we were doing, what do we do, y'all? Why did God do this to me? Now you have to live. With the after effects of falling into your what? Temptation. No, grumble as some did and were what? And were destroyed by the who? Verse 11. Verse 11. Now these things happen to them. You see the repetition? You see it from verse 6 to now? It's a repetition. So what does that mean? That means that that's the focal point of the text. Right, That he's saying, basically, listen, the idea here is this. What do you do? Man, you follow the right example. That's what you do. How many of you know right from wrong? Come on, y'all. Everybody here know right from wrong? All right, then. (laughs) So you can't say, uh, woe is me. Watch the text now. Watch what you say. He said, now these things happened to them as an example, and they were written for what? For who? So it wasn't just written so that you can read it and then shando it. Bring the car from Randy Bank. (laughs) My new tongues, Make me vine from running back <laughs> inside joke you you get it what did he why did he say it happened to them? It happened to them for what for our what example and also for our what? what does it mean by instructions so like for real, for real, right? When you're caught in temptation, do you follow the instructions? What happens to the instructions? We just open the box and we just throw it away. You ever do that? You buy something, you say, I got this. (laughs) And then look, you threw away the screw. The one screw you needed, y'all ain't trying to hear me. The one screw you needed was in the instructions taped on there, but it's gone now. And you're wondering why the thing is working the way it is because you, you threw away the main thing. Oftentimes, we don't read the instruction book. Oftentimes, when life is falling apart and we're falling into temptation, we, we oftentimes leave this behind. Look at the text. It happens for our instruction upon whom the ends of the age have come. Therefore, let him who thinks. So here's the thing about temptation. You got to understand, okay? This is for you strong spiritual folk. Never say never. Because the moment you think you've overcome something that you were weak to, here it comes. And even if you thought about it, you fell into it. Because Bible says it, what, what, what you think you've done. Check it out. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed and what? That he does not what? Oh, I got this. No, I'm living humbly in the presence of God. Lord, I, uh, mm, I can't drive past that liquor store. I can't go past the weed man house. I'm going another way. I'm going another way. You see what I'm saying? i like, listen, I don't want to smell nothing. I don't want to listen. But you go all up in the bar just in there. Second hand getting high. All right, maybe not. You get what I'm saying, right? But what I am saying is sometimes we position ourselves around the things that we think that we're strong at now because we've been in church a few months. And then, boom. How many of that happened to you before? You really thought you were strong, man. You really thought you had this thing down. And then all of a sudden, boom. It was the commercial. It was a song. It was something that you used for escapism that brought you right back to the doorsteps. Talking about, we could try again. Verse 13, here's what he says. And this is what I want to say to that, you know, person who asked this question. You got to pray, you got to listen to the word, but you got to understand temptation. You have to, you have to, watch this, and you have to obey the word. If you're going to overcome temptation, you have to obey the word. Look what he says. No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is what? So you know what he's saying here? when he says such as is common to man, you know what he's saying? <laughs> he's saying stop having a pity party because you ain't the only one. Now your damage may be different because of the intensity of your commitment to your temptation. Lord have I, I just said something right there. Nobody missed that one. See? It's a commitment. He says, but no temptation ever has overtaken you, but such as is what? Common to man. But here's the kicker to all this. The key word to this whole passage. ready? And God is what? Come on, help me somebody. Now, people use this phrase... Oh, God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. faithful. No, you got to use it in its right context. If you don't use Scripture in its right context, it won't. That's why it doesn't work for you. See what I'm saying? I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. You ain't married. Oh man, you're not. Amen. Now, what about the principle? Okay, all right, principle. But you're still not married. But this is for me. I'm going to the ones that are for me. You know what I found about God? He's faithful. When I'm minding my business, come on, somebody, and the devil just want to throw something at me, my God is faithful. Yes, my God is faithful. You know why God is faithful? Because the last time, the first time we see temptation in the Bible is in the context of Eve falling to the temptation. And God says, soon as Christ goes to the cross, from now on and forevermore, for the believer, my God is faithful to pull you out. But you know what? You know what I want to say about this? Here's what I want to say about this. You got to want to be rescued. Some of us are just happy where we are. He says God is faithful. Watch this now. Now we say, let's see what God allows. Who will not? What? Allow who? Allow who? Now, now, let's just break this down real quick, okay? Uh, When God When the word temptation is used, it is used when it's in from man being tempted, it has to do with destruction, lust, that kind of stuff, trials, really. Can you imagine that this word temptation when it says no temptation has the idea of a trial? See, it's not always about sex. When you're being tempted, you're being put on trial. You get it? But when God is using the sentence, he takes your trials, peripipto, he takes your trials and he turns it into a test. Imagine that. Imagine a God who loves you and knows all about you, who is faithful. Who takes your trials and turns it into a what? Test. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord for being able. Come on somebody. I don't know who 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 can do that. I I don't know who's able to do that, but But I don't know anybody who would want to take my trials and turn it into something that's going to benefit me. What is a test? An evaluation of what you have what? What did he say in verse 6 and verse 11? It happened for our what? Come on, y'all. So he says you have the cheat sheet. You have the answer sheet. Not the cheat sheet. You have the answer sheet. You have the master sheet. Look what happened to Israel when they got caught up in idolatry. Look what happened when they had orgies. Look what they happened when they rose up and played and, drunk, and, and got drunk and living a life that's not pleased. Look what happened to them. You have the cheat sheet. But even with that, we fall into temptation and we start blaming people and we start blaming God and God says, I mean, I'm faithful. Watch well, this. No, it's just a, who will not allow you to be what? To be tempted. Now, now let me say this. So, so the word for temptation there, okay, is perirasmos, that word, that word, as I told you, was what? A trial, correct? And when it's used in the text, when it says, who will not allow you to be tempted, it's perirazo. It means to make proof of. Oh, Lord have mercy. It means to put under the test to prove that you're genuine. Let me tell you what they do with silver and gold. They take it and they put it in the heat. And when they dip it into the heat, what happens is all of the impurities rises to the top. That's the picture there. That the pressure of your life will prove what you're made of. It will only rise to the top what's already there. Listen, you're such a sweet person. You got such a kind voice, a sweet voice. Hello, everybody. Just hello, everybody. You You just talk so sweet and all that kind of stuff. Let me talk good. (laughs) But let's just say I hit your call. What's in you will show up. It will always rise to the top because you're being tested. And the more you're tested, watch this, the more the impurities leave you. Because the more you see that you can cut, you have the ability to say words that's not even in the cuss dictionary. I'm talking about stuff that you would probably not even write, put on paper to write. Like that. You ever have happened happen to you? You're just singing about gospel music and then all of a sudden somebody do something and you like pow. How I many that happened to you? Let me see all the people that happened to you. And you're wondering, Am I saved? <laughs> no. What what it really is is God saying, Oops, there it is. I'm allowing you to go through this temptation. Man, I can't get to my next question. God stop. Listen. God is saying, there it is. And in some of us, we so slick, we don't say it, we think it. And God said, oh, there it is, just came back to the top. There it is, there it is. Watch this now. The word where it says that you will not be tempted is, the word means to make proof of, to put to the test. Watch this, to put on trial. You know what it also means? An experiment. God says, okay, I think I can trust her. (laughs) Okay, all right, let me throw you in the game right quick. I hope she can do it. Holy Ghost saying, oh, Lord, I don't know, Lord. (laughs) I know you got confidence in her, but I live with her every day, and I really see what she be about. And so here we go. And look, it didn't even start before you left the house. Bam, you hit your toe at the end of the bed. And you would really think that the bed could talk back. And there you go. You're like, oh. (laughs) But watch what he says. He says, he would not let you be tempted beyond what you are able so you're saying I can't handle this I don't care what you say pastor I don't care what you say I can't handle this I can't live the yes you can first of all if it happened to you it meant that you're ready for it Lord have mercy you didn't think about that did you yes because everybody's test is different and everybody's on a different level here you know some of you were in college spiritually Amen. Some of you still in the nursery. <laughs> Seriously, you, some of you like just made it in, just barely made it in. You're still in the nursery. Watch the text. He says, "But with the temptation." How does he do that, though? Like he takes the temptation, and then he makes a. Let me show you how this looks. He takes the very thing that's tempting you and he uses that for you to say yes or no. You know, Wendy Williams, at the beginning of her career, when she went to that hotel room with that young man, she had a choice shared a way out but she was naive to the point didn't think it could happen to her. y'all follow me and a lot of us find ourselves in situations where where you're going up the elevator and you're like, man I know I ain't supposed to be here come on man I mean I know I'm not supposed to be here and God keeps telling you big sign exit, exit, exit. <laughs> exit. There's like three exit signs, bro. Like, come on. And in the moment of temptation, God says, I can take the temptation and transform it as a means to get you out. Or you thought the bad relationship or the divorce was so bad, but maybe God is using that Or use that so that you won't have a three-peat. See, the things you went through, you learned. You've learned some things. So God says, I'm going to take that very thing. And I'm going to use it to give you what? A way. Watch this. Provide. Watch this. You ready? He says, with the temptation, here's the things you need to know about God in this text. If you want to learn about God in temptation, here's what you know about God. He will provide. Lord, I didn't catch that. He will provide and he is faithful. And not only that, but he says, watch this. Watch the parental piece here. Look 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 at the parental piece right here. Who will not allow you? Last time I checked, nobody can tell me what to do. I'm grown. But no, I'm not. Everything that happens to me is allowed by God. It's allowed by God. So whatever you're dealing with, he's allowing it. Rather than crying about it, start praising him for it. Because the very thing that you're running from is the very thing God can use to bring you out. Better than when you went in. Look what he says. He says says in this text, God is faithful. God is only going to allow what he allows. He's only going to allow what you are able to handle. Come on, man. Come on. Y'all should be shouting up in here about this right here. Hold on a minute. So you mean that everything that's happening right now, I'm able to handle it? Yes. 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 Why? Because God allowed it. And if God allows it, come on, help me somebody. Then guess what? I know that there's a way of escape. Sometimes, to our better judgment, we give in. We second guess ourselves. We, we keep, you know, kind of vacillating back and forth. Well, maybe, maybe if I would have done this. I mean, man, listen, you better take that exit and keep on going, man. Buster right at the next light. I didn't say left. I said right. God is faithful. God will not allow anything that you're not able. But watch this though. But God provides. People always thought God provides. He ain't just talking about money. But you know what I found out? You have to be looking for the exit sign. <laughs> you have to be looking. Somebody here, it's time to exit your pain. It's time to exit those, that mindset that you have. That It's time to exit the dysfunction. Why? Because God says, I've been trying to make a way. For you. Matter of fact, I've made a way. So you can get up out of here. Provide a way of escape also so that you may be able to what? You know what that word is? minnow. He provides a way of escape. But in all actuality, the way of escape... Is to bear up under it. What do you mean? The more weight you get pushed on you and the more resistance you got to the weight, what happens to you? So now, yeah, you can go back to the places where you were and be cool. I used to smoke. I smoked for a long time, 20 some years. I can stand by somebody now. Now, at first, shoot, I'd be like, give me a secret, man. (laughs) I don't know how God, I know how God did it, but I'm saying. (laughs) I know how he delivered me, but what I'm saying is I love smoking. I ain't going to tell y'all no lies up in here, okay? (laughs) okay? I love smoking, okay? You leave that to your imagination, whatever you want to think. But I really enjoyed smoking. I don't know what it was, macho-ness. I don't know what it was, but it was good. You know what I'm saying? But it was killing me. I loved smoking so much that I had a heart attack. You can love something so much that it will destroy you. But see, what God had to do is take me through that. See, because every time I made a promise to him that I would. So what he had to do was use the same thing at my own hands. Watch this. To deliver me. A lot of what you and I are dealing with in life, the temptations, the trials and things like that. Look at the effects it's having on you. High blood pressure. Come on, somebody. Diabetes. Whatever it is it's causing in your life depression, stress, whatever it is, that's the things that's killing you. But you have to decide that either you're going to use it for God's glory and your good so you can get up out of it and live. Amen. doesn't mean you're not going to be tempted anymore. And there's some things you just got to get out your heart, though. But he says he, to bear up under it. Go to James chapter 1 for me. Real quick, we done. Man, gosh. Tongue. Man, I had a good one today, man. Yeah. Let me show you something. Go to go to go to go to verse twelve. James one. Verse 12. Man. Somebody had, many years ago asked me about this passage in, in seminary, and I told him, I said, You know, you got to understand, God, God ain't the one doing this to you. See, people think it's God. People think it's God's the one. Why is God doing this to me? Why is God doing. This? God loves you, man. God provides for you, He makes a way for you, He's able. Come on, somebody. He's faithful. I mean, if you look at that verse, you see all kinds of stuff about God's characteristics. His communicable attributes, actually. Those are the attributes that he shares with us. Are you faithful? Hmm. Verse 12. Blessed is the man who what? Under. Under. Now you see that word trial right there. In 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 the, in, in, in uh, First Corinthians, it's the same word for temptation. Remember, I told you temptation means what? So every time you're tempted, you look at that, you look at that twinkie. You're like, no, nah, man, that's a trial. That's a trial waiting to happen. You hear me? You hear me? Heard? Right. For once he's been approved, he will be, he will receive the what crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who what, you know what, you know what, you know what this passage is saying? Gosh, you know what this passage is saying? Approved means mature. This passage is looking to heaven. God says every trial you go through, when you pass, you're setting yourself up for a crown. And while the crown may not make sense to you now, the crown is going to be real important because only a few people gets the crown. But those of you who persevere under what you're going through and then come out better, not bitter, you will receive a what? A crown. The crown of life. Watch this now. Which the Lord has what? Here's the thing. It's promised to those who what? Here's the thing. You got to love God more than your temptation. Verse 13. Let no one say when he's what? I got one minute. When he's what? Tempted. I am being what? For God. Let me help somebody. Cannot be tempted by evil. So stop thinking that, oh, is God? No, God's using what he has. Adonijah, David's fourth son, who before David, when David was sick, Adonijah, his name means my Lord is God. He didn't live up to his name, but he had so much evil in him But he was next in line to be the king. But he wasn't God's choice. The Bible says he was handsome. But he was a fool. Good looking people sometimes. Hmm. But watch this. This man only did what was in him. Whatever evil was there. He just played on it. And God allowed him to start a coup against his dad to take the throne and that disqualified him for what was really his. Lord have mercy. So oftentimes I believe that God is allowing some of us to give in to our evilness to move you out the way because guess what? You didn't have God's interest in mind at all. Be careful that when you're tempted you don't blame God. When things happen in your life, you don't say, God, why did you do that? No, God didn't do that. God will never be tempted with evil, and he himself does not what? He doesn't tempt anyone. He makes a way out for you because he's faithful. But verse 14 says, but each one, let's get it straight real quick. But each one, when he is tempted... Is tempted when I'm sorry, each one is tempted when he is what carried away and enticed by what then lust when lust is conceived. This is all having a whole baby right here. We went from we went, we didn't even date, we went straight to the bedroom. Watch it. Then when lust is conceived, lust don't need a date. Lust like, man, here I am. Let me in. What's up? When lust, lust has con- you got to watch out because you can't. What they call them things you take to not get pregnant? What they call Yeah, what they, What they call it? I know, but they have another name. Plan B. Plan B. Oh, but anyway, that thing they put in your arm for seven years, ten years, where you won't get pregnant? It's birth control? They got a little name for it. Okay, whatever that is. Lust, watch this, is, can break through that stuff. That stuff ain't got nothing on lust. Watch this. When lust is conceived, conception, watch this now. It's like having a baby. I got to close. Let me show you how it works. Some of us are like this now. You're probably eight months in now. You've been toying with it. It's not full term yet, because you're still toying with it. It took me 20 years to toy with it before it gave birth, and then I died. You with me? Because that lust was driving me. I kept it a secret. I was a closet smoker. You wouldn't even think I smoked. Perfume, all cologne, all the time. brushing my teeth. You know what I mean, I man? Listen, I went to the dentist. I said, you don't need a dentist. Where you get them pearly whites from? I just be brushing, brushing all the time. It's called a cover up. And as much as I was covering up, I was dying inside. It hadn't come full term yet. So whatever you're toying with, you got to understand. There's gonna be a point where you got to deliver. And when you deliver it's either you're going to have deliverance come on somebody or it's going to lead to death. Because that's what that verse means. Cut it out. Oh Lord. Shut it off. Get rid of it. Whatever it is. And some of you hid bottles way in the back And you say you're free. Go on now. Go to that secret spot. Throw the weed box away. It's just a reminder. Don't try to make it a jewelry box now. (laughs) Oh, Ross be selling them boxes. See, I've been there. Then, when lust is conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is accomplished, what? It's a whole pregnancy. It impregnates you, and you're carrying around this baby, but eventually, heard (laughs) you have to deliver. Can I ask you a question? Those of you who had babies, is it painful? So think about your lust for a minute. When you give all the way in, go all the way in, and you go full term, and then you deliver. Right now, it's in the embryonic stages. And so you're nurturing it. You're hiding it. Come on, somebody. You're saying, no, not me. You're living in denial of it. But we can see it. (laughs) Can't deny it. Lord, have mercy. At some point, Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord. Let me shut this thing off. At some point, somebody going to see you. They're going to be coming out of the same place you you were harboring and they're going to see you. And then it's just going to be a parent on your face. Dried up, tired, eyes red, worn out. Come on, somebody. You ain't taking care of yourself no more. Because you keep giving in to the lust. And God says, I have given you a way out. Give God a hand clap.